0: Welcome to Spirit Switchboard. I am your host, Carrie Lynn Shellhorn, and you are listening to us live on the United Public Radio Network and the UFO Paranormal Radio Network, 105.3 and 107.7. Thanks for joining me here today. I um, And we're just going to jump right into it because I know that there's going to be a lot to talk about today. So to, on today's show, we have uh, Paul and Angela Johnston. They are researchers and investigators. Um, they look into the paranormal activity across the United States in homes, businesses, uh, deep backwood country, which I have got some questions about that, that. Oh, yeah, lots of questions. <laughs> um, so Ghost, Bigfoot, Dogman, you name it, they're looking for it. And you may know them from their podcast, Ghost Talk Haunted Locations, or their YouTube series, History and Haunting. So please welcome to the show. Uh Paul and Andy. Do you want to be called Andy? Andy? You can call me whatever. That's <laughs> so funny. funny. So like I have I have four kids and I and I'm so used to I mean my oldest is 30 now and my baby is almost 19 but but mom yeah you could call me K L Carrie Lynn Carrie but mom (laughs) you just get to (laughs) the point where you answer to any of it right
1: yes exactly definitely well thank you
0: thank you so much for Mm -hmm. agreeing to come on the show I was watching I'll tell you the clip that I saw and then it was really like, I really hope that you guys will say yes to come on. It was the clip Paul with you getting your ear tugged. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. listening to Angela laughing. Is uh, what, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like, let's watch this again, 10 times.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think what it, what it was was I normally don't get startled during investigations and right. being touched and when, my reaction. I think caught her off guard and she just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I, got,
1: I have a whole folder of don't put that on the internet from him. <laughs> that could be its own series. right? That's what I said. I was like, "But well, that's great stuff. And he's like, nope, that's our little secret. That's going to be between us.
0: <laughs> I don't know. You know, sometimes those secrets don't stay secret for very long at all
1: not to say it i won't say it <laughs> <laughs> i just, you know, just, uh, these- let's, just have, let's just have some stuff just us, just you know us, like right. just our us moments. you know our moments you know and i'm, I'm down for that so yeah you know. and i 100 of us <laughs> you must
0: need that too though i mean you're you're doing these adventures so you're traveling and you're working and you're creating content and just creating content is stressful in itself and then adding in um investigations which can be emotional and and physically exhausting like there's so many aspects to what you guys do that it's really a joy watching those videos and seeing how you interact and support each other in those as well too like I don't yeah, know. I'm sure that you have your bicker moments too, just like a regular couple. But I mean no, that
1: no, that the support like, is
0: there. there. Yeah, yeah
1: like we're... it's like we share like half a brain cell each.
0: <laughs> oh, that's lovely. I just love that. <laughs> I just gonna do a couple of hellos here to people that are are tuning in and watching with us. So, hello, Wiz. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Hi, Contessa. Thanks for joining us. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks, Joanna. Thanks for watching, Julie. Thank you for being here. Hi, Donna Jean. Thanks for being here. Can For those people who are just mm-hmm. getting to meet you tonight, can you give us a little bit of your background, like um, if the paranormal was always part of your journey, if it's something that you got into more together?
1: so we have only been together for three years years now in january um before that we were both in a long-term marriage and we both got into the paranormal while we were with our other partner our other partner did not like the paranormal at all you know with me with me i actually started getting i I put a team together because my ex-husband was having night terrors where he'd wake up screaming and he would always say that, you know, there was this shadow guy at the foot of our bed. And so I got into it to do more research on shadow people. And the more I got into it, the more I was enjoying it. And so uh, like, I just made a team with a bunch of people I worked with and rolled with it. It just went full blast. (laughs) Right. But Paul, he's been in it way longer than I Yeah, have. I
2: got into it probably around 2000, I'd say 99, 2000. Right. Uh, it was me, me and my brother and a good friend of ours uh, basically looked for something to do on the weekends, you know? And being from New Orleans, there was plenty of haunted places to go to. Right. And uh, we got all hold of the, uh, I believe it was Victor Klein series. He wrote many books about hauntings in New Orleans. Right. So we picked up the first edition started going through the pages and started hitting these places
0: and uh, i was hoping that. Yeah. that's awesome i know um mm-hmm. my friend and i when we go out we've actually used like a geocaching app before because like some of those geocaching apps they look for those obscure places so we were actually looking for like the older pioneer cemeteries and we found so many through a geocaching app like if you're Finding any of those resources and starting off local is a great way, right? Like,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Knowing yeah. what's in your back door and then going from there.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's one thing that we really enjoy too is like, we like finding the little <laughs> hidden treasure places, you know? Right. We, you know, at first, you know, I was all about the big places, going to Waverly Hills, you know, um, Brushy Mountain State Pen- uh, Prison, you know, like, all the big ones. And then now it's like we're we're hitting all these little places and we're finding that these are really the little diamond in a rough because right? you know, right. the spirits in these places, you know, have not been communicated with every person like that's into the paranormal, you know. So it's new to them. So they're they're yeah. we're trying to reach out to them and they're trying to reach out to us and it, it's just it's you know, it's newer for them.
2: Right. They have their own story to tell. And everybody goes to the big places and the small places. These these spirits, they were people once too that are trapped. or well, not trapped, but in, in limbo, yeah. you know, the way we see. And they wanted, they want to talk to somebody. They want to communicate yeah. too. And most of the time, we find the smaller places are more accurate than the bigger places.
0: I agree with you, and it's. I feel it's our intention, our intention, and why we do this, and and the energy that we're bringing to those places that maybe a comfort level for those spirits to, to want to communicate or open up with us. And if you continue to go to those places, it's like building a friendship with them almost. Right. Like.
1: Yes. Absolutely. And I like what you just said about, you know, like what you bring into a place, I 100% agree with that because so many times people are going into locations and yelling, Oh, it's a demon and yelling at the spirits, you know, and we watch YouTube channel after YouTube channel of people doing that. Like, They have forgotten who they're talking to. These are human beings that have Mm -hmm. passed away. These are people's relatives. These are ancestors. And they're just going in there Mm -hmm. disrespecting the location, disrespecting these people. And like, that's just a pet peeve of mine. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that was actually something that I had wrote down to talk to you guys about. Because that respect level, even if you were um, like deep woods backpacking, if you are camping, there is um, like unspoken etiquette as well too right and and absolutely absolutely, right respect nature yeah
1: like you have to respect nature leave leave the area better than where you know what you you came into you know um like i'm big against littering and you know uh just taking care of nature you know being like like you say you're I don't.
2: don't go in too close to Buffalo, right?
1: Yeah, you know, like <laughs> let him have in space. You know, right. don't don't listen to Angela.
2: Run yeah, up to I that was the first time one of our expeditions. Uh, a buffalo was in the field, and she's like, Gotta get close. You gotta get close. You gotta get a good picture. A good I picture. said, oh, I'm only gonna get a little bit closer. I wanna yeah. stay close to yeah.
1: But yeah. But, but he did get a great picture of the buffalo pooping.
2: Though. Yep, he was pooping at the
1: time. Oh, <laughs> that's funny those are great stories, right?
0: We're just gonna say hello to some more people. So you have um, Shane Miller here supporting you guys saying these guys are the best. Hi, Corey. Thank you for being here. Hello, Hello. Michelle. Thank you for being here. Oh, that's fun, Tanya. I hope you guys have a good night doing your tour at Castle Kilbride. Hello, Siobhan. Thank you for being here. Rose, sorry. Um, And when you're backpacking, like when you guys go deep woods backpacking, it is about knowing the land and respecting the land that you're on. And it's also... um, you know, I was taught that you leave wood for the next people that come in case they get there late and they're tired as well too. So you're having to respect the people that are coming after you as well too. So I, yeah. I think about that when you're going like on locations as well too. A lot, a lot of
1: the places we go, we go like the deep woods though, there's nobody coming after Right, you. there's nobody. Oh there's nobody yeah. Right. That's awesome. like, we go, we go, we go, we go like, way into the yeah. woods.
2: We're like, uh, uh
1: That's at least at
2: least a mile in from civilization when we go, we go pretty far in Yeah, Uh, it's just because same thing with like, like ghost, ghost hunting, you know, you don't want the contamination. So we get as far away from civilization as possible uh, just so we don't have contamination with our investigations.
1: Right. But I mean, I know a lot of Bigfoot sightings are by main roads and hiking trails. So, you know, I don't, I don't, You know, put down anybody that just does that, you know, takes the trail and looking for Bigfoot. But we do like to take it into the the deeper parts of the the woods in a national park. It's something uncharted. You know, you're
2: looking for bedding where they bed down. You're looking for tracks where they cross streams. You're not going to find that where you got a lot of people because just the movement of people wipe away Mm -hmm. all the the tracks. So, I mean,
1: and not only that, but you also, you know, if you do get a print, if it's somewhere that nobody is walking, it's a bigger deal than if you get a size 14 footprint, you know, over there on a the trail, you know, I mean, yeah. Paul wears 14. Right. <laughs> so I'm it's not, a, it's, it. not a, it's not as big of a deal as people put it out, you know, cause his, he's not, you know, they have to choose up to 18. Right. So, I mean, they do have big footed people. So, I mean, if you find that in the middle of nowhere where people are not charting, then, you know, it's, it's a different story than if you find that in a, state park or on a net, you know, a nature trail.
0: Right. So do you, have you, um, Angie, was that something that you had done prior or is adding those backpacking, uh, you know, investigations, deep woods, something that happened when you uh, got together with Paul? It, it
1: was a during the time that we were we were friends and I had just left my ex-husband I moved in with my dad and my dad I really didn't have a true relationship with my dad until after my divorce and I moved in with him and that's when I really got to know my dad he is actually a Bigfoot hunter like he spent my whole childhood not being a dad but running after Bigfoot dragging my little brother's My brothers had to sleep in tents for months at a time, you know, just, you know, he's like, well, you know, you kind of got lucky. I didn't drag you. I was like, yeah, but I was the one kid that probably would have enjoyed that. The other ones didn't like it, (laughs) but you know, so I, so I actually, you know, got to spend a lot of time with my dad while I was living with him and talking about his stories and his adventures. And, and he's the one that made me think, okay, well maybe big, as possible because i was into ghosts but bigfoot was just got or you know any kind of i mean right. i even was looking for dog man in um in um the Rugeru, but i really was like i don't know about bigfoot you know there's a lot of sightings but i don't know but listening to my dad's stories of the ones he saw you know and then starting to join groups and listening to other stories but it wasn't until we ended up going out west we went um camping for four months straight out west and, um, you know, to different locations. And one of the locations we went to was uh, the Medicine Bow National Forest. And Where is it was, that? That's in Wyoming.
2: Wyoming. It's Wyoming. Okay. South, Wyoming and then it goes into northern Colorado
1: gotcha yeah we have
0: listeners from like that are international from all over the place and i'm from outside toronto ontario so i don't know where some of these places are thank you so much for
1: telling us yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so so we're in wyoming and the national forest and it's like super thick and we're just going over these these big mountain hills and we're looking at all these like you, you could you know it's millions and millions of acres of uncharted area so we were like i i think i think yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: and it's, it's,
1: so we decided to to camp there and 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 you know we've heard tree nuts we've heard we, we've heard you know how we couldn't explain um we've seen Tree structures that have been mm-hmm. folded into each other. Do that.
2: People bring us fur.
1: Yeah, we've had we've had a uh, uh, squash man from Indiana, <laughs> and let us uh, have some of the hair that he thought was Bigfoot's hair that oh, that's we took. Yeah, um, and it's just we we just really enjoy probably the Sasquatching more than actually even ghosting. Sometimes,
2: yeah, it's more of a thrill.
1: Yeah, you There's get to more, be out in nature. You get to
2: be out in nature. Yeah. You get to smell the flowers, hear the sounds, and it's just—it's—it's it's, it's more satisfying.
0: Do you feel the longer you can be out, the more maybe acclimated a Sasquatch would be towards you, and and wanting to like curious of you, and wanting to make an. Uh, contact in some it's way.
2: We spent a lot of time in uh, Silverton, Colorado, which is South Colorado, which is, all, it's all mountains. I mean, you get down there, there's, there's actually a pass called Million Dollar Highway that just goes through the mountains. Right. And Silverton sits down in the valley, and we spent what, two weeks in Silverton? We spent two weeks in Silverton, and uh, you hear the sounds, you, you, you know, the tree knocking, the howls. Um, we never were approached by Bigfoot, so mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe we stayed a couple months maybe i mean i would say like people you know you see people in alaska people up in montana you know that live there they have their interactions with bigfoot you know so if we were you know, I, I, yeah. I could see that i could see if you're there for a long period like maybe years yeah. where they get All acclimated It right. just i just believe they're skittish creatures they know mankind they know what we're capable of
0: you know. well and wouldn't they the word that i kept thinking about you guys today too when i was you know thinking about the the segment coming up was nomad you know like you guys kind of go all over the place and and that's why i kept thinking about you guys are like these um paranormal yeah. nomads yeah
1: going. before before um me and paul became official when we were just friends cuz we actually like i said we 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 met 3 years ago but uh we went on a date and We had a really good time and then he says it's the second date, but I'm pretty sure it's the first date. (laughs) (laughs) I caught feelings and she pushed me back
2: into the friend zone. He he
1: like sent me this like super long text message saying how he has all these feelings for me. And I'm like, Whoa, dude, whoa. (laughs) We're just friends. So come on, that's some emotional intelligence
0: there that needs to be appreciated.
1: Yeah. Yeah, So I didn't appreciate him at first. Uh, at first We're, we're now, we're now friends. I'm friend zoning you. I still want to hang out with you. And we, we went to dinner like twice a week. Um, but we paid Dutch and so would not let him pay for me. <laughs> and, and we just, we just became best friends in the next six months. And then one day we're doing, he went to the graveyard with me. I was doing voodoo dolls and we got some, some dirt from the graveyards and moss from the, you know, trees in New Orleans and we're sitting there making voodoo dolls, and I look over at him, and I'm like, man, I'm falling in love with this man. <laughs> and um,
0: and So, so like- just like with ghost hunting and paranormal investigations, you have to have a lot of patience. Paul, you needed to have the patience and look at the long-term game sure. and just ride it out, right?
2: Yeah, I enjoyed the company, and it was, that That's was awesome. it. I just liked being around her.
1: Yeah.
2: She came around yeah <laughs> came to yeah. A
1: sense. i came around <laughs> it's a great
0: it's a great story like it's it's a great part of your journey and and that adventure right the adventure story yeah. of you guys and 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 what you're but doing for, is great
1: for that six months i was planning on leaving i think i was gonna leave in like september you know i i had a career you know i was making really good money i was ready to i threw it all away because i was going to go do van life you know i was i I had my van decked out i was ready to go and you know like i i was on the road and he said he was going to meet me well i ended up leaving three months earlier Mm -hmm. and so he said he was going to meet me in september well i made it i made because we're in new orleans in louisiana now and i made it to colorado spent two weeks in colorado over in pueblo and then I went up to Cheyenne, man. Wyoming, and then I caught him. I was like, you need to come now.
2: <laughs> my van's my not working right now. Yeah, I need now. you
1: to come now. I can't even drive this thing.
2: <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a mechanic by trade. So, okay. so yeah, so I, I'm her mechanic. So, so you need to come
0: now. <laughs>
1: it so just man, works. The skill sets blend and balance each other out. It's awesome. So he quits his job, packs everything he owns in his van, and he don't even make it out of out of Louis. No, right out right You got Texas. the got Texas, Texas, Texas border.
2: and the and, van.
1: and some car hit him, totaled the van. So he calls me up, and I'm like, "So you're gonna be late?"
2: I said, "No, I just <laughs> got to find a rental car." <laughs>
1: but no, I you know. And he had we had uh, a dog named Chunk, and Chunk was sitting on on well, tell, tell her how like Chunk. Was. He was
2: on my shoulder. He's he this was in the. He was in. He was a little chihuahua. He was in the seat. He got hit i spun out i look he's on my shoulder like a parrot like shaking and, and uh yeah the, the,
1: nobody got nobody got hurt but the yeah well i got hurt I
2: got, I got a little glass in my arm and they, you know.
1: okay he, he got hurt <laughs> yeah. but yes yeah, so and your
0: chihuahuas safe chonk was safe well, yeah, chonk
1: is absolutely good he was chunk perfect but chihuahuas um, are the
0: best i have a chihuahua yeah. pug her name but is he, nora
1: He's a Chihuahua Min mix, so he's really super cute.
0: <laughs> oh, fine.
1: My Nora well, we-
0: is a potato. <laughs> <laughs> he is,
1: he is we <laughs> had to let our One of my best friends adopt him because of the fact that we travel so much, and he started getting arthritis. So it was just when we when oh, we backpack, yeah. he just couldn't keep up yeah. anymore. And she had three female dogs, so he just hit the jackpot. Right. Uh, Rose was just asking. I. Th- I just want to make
0: sure, Rose, that we're asking in the right. Um, so she's asking, do you guys deal with the paranormal? So I'm not sure, uh, Rose, maybe you can clarify if you mean help people out with their hauntings, if they feel like they have a haunted house or if they're if you're
1: asking about the investigations. Yeah, we we do paranormal investigations, but we really don't do home investigations. Right,
2: or if we do, we don't. We don't help spirits cross over. Okay. Uh, we believe that uh, they're there for a reason. Um, we, I mean, if if the, if somebody asks for help, we can point them in the right direction, like a psychic right. medium or somebody. But we don't have the gifts to
1: cross cross them
2: over. Cross them over.
1: I mean, right. we, we can go burn sage in somebody's house and do a cleansing, but in our beliefs, that spirit is just once the energy builds back up, it's just going to come back so yeah, yeah. so that,
0: and yeah, you I don't know, like, know what somebody's yeah. doing in the house or the things that they're bringing in or like on a daily like there's there's other um, factors that play into yeah. why those things are happening in a house too right yeah
1: i yeah i definitely think like attachments and like par- like uh spiritual parasites get on people and you know and sometimes mm-hmm. they'll bounce off and go away but i just think you know, I, we don't have the ability to help them. So we don't do unless it's going in there and saying, hey, we're going to check your ghost out and talk to them. You know, then we it's not anything going yeah. to cleanse their house. I mean, we're
2: looking for evidence. We're yeah. looking for uh, things we can bring people and say, hey, this exists.
1: Yeah. You know, right. we look
2: for positivities of, 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 of you know evidence. We, we, yeah. So whatever's going on in somebody's house, we can help them prove that they're not crazy. You know, know, people say all the time, oh, I think I'm going crazy. Well, we can come in there yeah. and say, hey, look, you know, yeah. we're experiencing the same stuff. You're not going crazy. Here's what we've caught. Yeah. You know, here's the proof. Yeah.
1: You know? yeah. Are,
0: you, are you really pulled to those historical places? I love architecture and historical places and um, uh, property, land that has a lot of history and stories attached yeah. to it. I'm Is going
2: that- mainly to plantations. For some reason, I guess growing up down south, is, I, I feel at home, I guess mm. you can say, like, like very comfortable in a plantation. So- we can do some plantations. I think you do more better in like Victorian houses. She, she's more drawn to places like that.
0: Do you feel locations can call to us? Do you think that they can almost summon us on an energetic I, I level? So.
2: I believe so. And I think a lot of it is is imprinted in our genetics. Um, You know, not necessarily reincarnation. I know Angie believes in reincarnation. I believe in in, uh, information being transferred through your genetics. So if, say, your great grandmother and her family lived in a Victorian home, per se, that is a genetic imprint into you. So Mm -hmm. when you go to these places, you can feel that comfortable in this
0: in that
2: right. location. I, and being from the South, my family's from the South, you know, we've been on plantations. So I think that that's why I'm going to plantations is because it's just in my genes. It's, it's imprinted right. in
0: me. And do you feel, have you been to locations where it's really felt strong, like um, that more than other places? Is there one location that has had that very strong connection for you?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't find, for me, that yeah. one over another had a really strong connection. There. I mean, I, I've gone to places where one time I'll go and I've had like extreme paranormal activity, and another time I go and it's just silent. So I mean, as as far as any connection to me, no, I haven't felt that. I mean, no, you I, said the Myrtle's Plantation for you. Yeah.
2: When I first started going to the Myrtle's Plantation, I felt I felt uh, like a strong draw to it. Like, um, like a friendliness, almost like a at home kind of feel. Um right. But I get to I actually get that in the, in the cemeteries in New Orleans too. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not. Uh, I think it's more of uh, the souls or the spirits that inhabit the place. I think because right. I'm more of a path, so I can I can kind of feel on on the comfortability. And I know, like when we go on investigations, it's. The younger spirits are more attracted to me. Like I'll get more interaction with the children. Okay. Tugged. I'll get you know stuff like that. I get my shirt untucked. I get my myrtles, My shirt got untucked, and it's always and for, hairs and my hair of, sticking. Yeah, and yeah, they weird. play with my hairs. So you I, have I, I, a I,
0: a short clip about the hair on your arms going yeah. up on on the site, and uh, is it uh, the theater? Could you? It was
2: a Victorian. It was uh, yeah. Oksana Victorian. Yeah,
1: it's actually right. on, on yeah. our. our first episode of history and haunting the history and haunting of the oxana victorian and we have it on there too yeah,
0: yeah. but you have a, <laughs> a short clip of a small spirit that goes really fast behind those chairs yeah. and i thought that, yeah, that was at the theater too like that's
1: at the theater yeah
0: yeah, I I think I watched that one about ten times today too. Yeah, that
1: that <laughs> said, come check this out. And I am like, Oh no, it's probably just a flashlight. And then like as we're looking at it and we slow it down, you could actually see the arms and the legs. And yeah, you can and see it, it is, behind. The yeah. Chair. And um mm-hmm. yeah, but we was, we
2: matched it up and we did a good job. We could we do evidence, we don't post anything. Yeah, and like, that we can just explain away. So yeah. we have different cameras set up, especially with that one. We had three cameras set up. That was only caught on one camera. The other camera was set on us, and we were setting up to go live yeah. at the time.
1: So, um, so, I mean, you know, when we were looking at that one, I thought maybe it was the flashlight, but, I mean, when you slow it down, you can tell it's not It's not any kind of light. It's just a, a little figure running. And yeah. tonight tonight, we're actually uh, premiering at 7, our, you second know... Second trip. That was the second our trip. Our second time to the theater. Right. and. So, we uh, one of the people we went with caught an apparition on that one too. Yeah, so, they'll so, be showing tonight. Yeah, oh, so that's awesome. To, yeah, same. And place. that's the history and
0: haunting, the history and <laughs> yeah. haunting series on YouTube.
1: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time tonight, that is uh, that is airing. So, that's be premiering. yeah, premiering.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Just gonna put these up. Hi, Janet. Thanks for being here tonight. I don't ever not see spirit. I'm with you on that, having had this ability since I was little.
1: Yeah, I don't know, you know, which is worse, you know, being in a paranormal field and not being able to see them or having to see them all the time. Um, but you know what? I think
0: it's just is what it is for each of us. Right. And I I mean, I feel that people that do paranormal investigations for any length of time, your intuitive sixth sense kicks in. Like you, you know, when an energy, no different than if you walk into a room where somebody has been fighting, you know, when they've been arguing, it feels heavy in the air and you just know you've walked into something. Right. So when you're yeah, I think that our intuitive abilities, uh, strengthen the more that we do paranormal investigations. I I can't, or I shouldn't speak for you, but you can, you know, chime in on your thoughts.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, and you know, like, We'll we'll stop to go do big footing or something else. And then like, it'll calm down and we get back into it again. And then the activity at our own house, will start picking back up. They start getting more curious about us again. So it's kind of weird. It's like, it goes quiet and then it picks back up when we start getting, uh, like we, we've done three investigations this year so far. And then uh, one in December and, and then one right before that, and, before that, we were we were doing a lot of farming, like we were doing homesteading for a little while and into that because we, we do a lot of different things. Yeah,
2: we're into a lot of things. <laughs> and,
1: and so, you know, like my chickens and my vegetables got most of our attention and we didn't travel as much um, while we were saving up money and equipment and stuff because all that's expensive, you know? It is.
0: I mean, it really it, is. And you have to have like... Um... I I talk about this a lot. When you decide to do paranormal investigations there, you have to have a real passion for it. It's a time investment. It's a, a, financial investment. Um, energetically and physically, you're putting yourself in a, in a, you know, potentially vulnerable position as well too. Like there's, there's a lot to it and it is not, um, as glamorous as as what some shows may make it out to be. Like you're just kind of sitting around
1: for a long time. It's, mm-hmm. it's without stuff
2: happening. hours for maybe yeah. 30 seconds of evidence. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's we, nothing like what TV shows. And that's why when we do ours, we, we share a lot of the history. Because what we do is not exciting. You know, we can't, you know, we can't just sell that. <laughs> you know, we right. can't just share. Hey, mm-hmm. look at this investigation while we sit around talking to ourselves. all night. Yeah. <laughs> These are but- the snacks and
0: the third coffee run that we've just
1: right.
2: done. <laughs> yes. And then after people, you know, yeah. people who've never been on an inv- investigation, they don't understand the day after. Well, I, I, I call it the investigators hangover. So you have yes. the next day mm-hmm. and you feel so drained. It, 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 you get a headache you get i mean it's, it's like being hung over
1: yeah it's like yeah. you've got severe dehydration mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> i uh i had made i do this thing called a morning porch post every day and um, with my coffee just a thought for the day and uh this week one of the posts that i made was uh okay today is like the speed of sloth and I am having a psychic hangover, yeah. and yesterday's session knocked me on my butt. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. I I don't think that people are necessarily aware of that, but it it's it is a thing. A it psychic is. hangover is a thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: and you know, even even without abilities, if you're. If you're dealing with spirits all night, they're gonna drain you. You, you know, they, 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 they're pulling energy from every direction they can. They, yeah. they drain your batteries and your equipment. They drain the batteries in your body. You know. I- they- I get excited, though, when the batteries drain on equipment. I'm like, ooh, yeah, well, here we, we go. It we
2: was kind of aggravating <laughs> for yeah, the last it, one because- Well, when you're we, trying
1: to film, it, I mean, it's really frustrating.
2: I kept having to run and switch batteries four times that
1: night. <laughs> yeah, it was really, at the theater, it was really bad. And I'm like, are you leaving again? He's like, well, the batteries are dead again. I'm like, well, maybe we should just stop filming. <laughs> but
0: that's part of the evidence, right? Like, that's part of the the evidence. And to me, sometimes I think it's the, the buildup before something's about to happen you know uh, like definitely we'll see what happens so um uh, Grar is just asking do you think that a person's aura or colors attract spirits
2: you know that's possible i had an aura reading back probably 20 years ago we had gone to a, uh, a psychic in new orleans and uh, basically you put your hands on this device and it gives you an aura
3: uh, i didn't know
2: auras existed until i saw that and um I mean, they, she had pictures of different people on the wall. Some were red, some were purple, some were white. I think mine was yeah. like a light purple, whitest white purple was mine. But uh, but yeah, I mean, if if we can see in different, like we can see, you know, ultraviolet, or we can see, you know, different shades of light. And there's some light we can't see, like infrared. We can't see with our phys, physical eyes. But who's just say a spirit can? You know, what is what is your aura to begin with? I mean, is the aura energy? is it light? Mm-hmm. you know what, what it's energy is energy
0: that spills out from yeah. like energy centers inside that spills out from your physical body into that And I sun.
1: and I would say 100% like any like if you're bringing a good energy into a building you're going to have a better you know better result with the spirits versus if you're like in a bad mood and grumpy um, because you are dealing with people, they're they're human beings that have passed away. Yeah. So they had they they had their own personalities too, you know. They you they know had they, empathy and yeah,
2: sympathy yeah. and everything so, like, else. So you go
1: in there acting like a jerk, they're they're probably gonna be a jerk back. If you come into my house and you start yelling at me and <laughs> yes, treating me or push me down the stairs too. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I uh, just think that people don't have the right respect for spirits. Well,
2: yeah, to answer the question, yeah, I I believe it's possible
0: that
3: spirits can see or... Forbidden history, grisly ghosts, monstrous cryptids, and harrowing folklore dominate Japan's history and culture. Mysterious Japan is a bi-weekly podcast presenting these spine-chilling horror stories, urban legends, and unbelievable histories in a campfire story format. Many of these tales have never been presented in English before. Our journey takes place where dark history and supernatural folklore collide. Mysterious Japan is produced, written, and translated by recognized Japan expert, Dr. Heath Havey. Season one relates the unbelievable legends and ghost stories from the so-called suicide forest. Listen to Mysterious Japan for free on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at our website at themysteriousjapan.com and be transported by unbelievable stories where the lines between reality and folklore become blurred in the shadowlands of Japan. Once again, that's themysteriousjapan.com.
0: Spirit medium Daniel is just commenting they are attracted to the soul. They come to those who have a brighter soul, though yeah. someone they know, they can communicate with. I would agree
1: and i think yeah. it has something to do with like different people can see on different levels of sight and hearing um like a certain amount of herds for you know, in your vision a certain amount and i think people can see that can see spirits they just have like a broader sense of that where they they can see more than what the average person can see
2: sure, well, it's kind of like a dog whistle. yeah a dog can hear the whistle i I'm agree <laughs>
1: But I, I think yeah. certain people can, can yeah. pick up on what other people can't because like I know when doing the, the test, you know, on high pitch, I I can't hear it at all. Low pitch, I can hear it really good, but I don't hear spirits. So I don't know if it's, you know, would be the opposite. Maybe they, they speak on the higher spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I,
0: um, you know, when I'm teaching people about all this stuff, I always uh, encourage like it's. Inside eye, outside eye, inside ear, and outside ear. Because sometimes you're picking it up on the inside, right? So yeah. it's, it's yeah, definitely using the senses in in, in different in different Actually, ways, yeah. and and um, sometimes that high-pitched ringing sound isn't really tinnitus. Sometimes it is those spirits just coming from a higher vibration, right? So you can ask them to tone it down and step back, and ask them to show you in a way what their message is in a way that you'll understand. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. If they're wanting to show you, it's. I think it's learning how to do the dance with them to meet them in the best way that they want to show you, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I don't see them, so I'm not sure, but I would definitely try that. Yeah. Uh, Well, you guys do a
0: great job getting evidence, though. I mean, you certainly and you certainly approach it in such a comfortable way for them to want to connect with you. It's we uh,
2: want to be treated if we were crossed crossed over.
1: We we, we definitely are getting spirits that want to communicate with Mm. us. Um, And with the evidence review, Paul sits there Mm. for Hours and hours, and, and like a lot of people skip that step. But you know, doing Evan interview, he would sit there for hours and hours and hours going through. We have seven cameras, right? Seven there, more than that, maybe we have more
2: than that. No, we have five at the time, now and we now have
1: we six. have seven. So, no, we
2: have seven. So, the two. Yeah. Oh, that's right, the two
1: new, yeah. So, we have seven cameras, we have uh, three voice recorders. Like, there's a lot to go through, and you're talking about like, yeah. which two. We're, we're there for two days that's a lot of hours that you have to yeah. go through and like you said you might only get 30 minutes of it but that 30 minutes yeah. like when you catch that spirit that's running through the hallway you know that's a big deal you know
0: yeah and it's that gold nugget that's like okay i guess we're gonna do this again <laughs> like
1: it was worth it when okay. we Yeah. yeah definitely. do
0: you guys have do you guys tend to do investigations on your own or do you have a team of people? Mm-hmm. That was something that I noticed with you guys, um, with the um, pair unity, like you guys seem to pop in with a lot of different people. Could you talk about that?
2: Sure. Yeah. yeah, we do. We, uh, <clears throat> we like to involve people that are like-minded. Uh, we, we have a lot of, a lot of good friends in the paranormal community uh, that we just like hanging out with. You know, and yeah. there's people it that matters. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. A good, a good, good chemistry matters, especially yeah. when you're going into an mm-hmm. investigation. Uh, we're we're picky, but not picky when we do investigations. Meaning that uh, um, if you're known for being a uh, troublemaker, I guess or you can say, or loud and obnoxious, is, yeah. we won't entertain you. But that's few and far between in the community. We find yeah. uh, a lot of people that we that we interact with. Uh, or the same as us, you know, they're cool, calm collective, uh, they're just looking for what we're looking for. We're looking for truth and evidence. It's,
1: yeah. but al- but there. also we, um, you know, like I said before, we like, we were going to these huge places and these huge places want between like 1200 and $2,000 a night, you know? So you really have to divide that with people, you know, we, we, you know, yeah. We we can't just chuck out two thousand dollars and say yeah yeah let's go investigate by ourselves you know I mean we we you know yeah. we'll keep it under five hundred by ourselves but anything go over we'll we we'll bring in a couple or two mm-hmm. so we we try to but
2: everybody that we come in contact with and come with us it's just like yeah well, we become can, we become good friends you know yeah it's, like it's, we yeah.
1: we we've, we've met a lot of good people. And, and we did a para-unity event last year with uh, Tim Coomer and George Shoplin, Kara Shoplin, at the old, no, at. Yeah,
2: uh, it was the Harriman
1: uh, the, oh, the, the oldest, his- the old, historic Harriman Hospital and Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, so we, we did a para-unity, everything that we made, we gave it back to the hospital, we, we other than the pizza oh, that we yeah. bought yeah, so we just did it just a pair of unity and everybody everybody had a great time. It, it was a lot of people there, but not one person wasn't smiling. Not one person didn't catch something. Not one person said they had a bad time. It was good energy. It was nice, uplifting, positive energy. Everybody was like, man, that was that was such a great time. When you, Are you going to do it again next year? But, you know, we, we decided we weren't going to do it again next year because it's a lot of money out of our pockets.
2: Yeah but uh, we do we include as many people you know as we want I guess you can say you know the smaller venues we want the least amount of people for contamination purposes you know we yeah. are we are uh, power unit all about power unity but we're also about catching yeah, evidence, evidence. And, and and proving that the afterlife exists
0: so yeah. and I, I find which may sound super selfish on my part too uh, I'm taking time. I don't get a lot of time off. I I personally don't have a lot of days off. So on my days off, I still want to do that. But I'm doing it for my own, you know, enjoyment, my own passion. And so I am super careful and about who I want to spend that time with and and that I want to have that positive experience and and balance out you know what I bring to the table and what other bring, people bring to the table. So, I mean, I know that may sound kind of no, not nice, at all. We did but...
2: do that recently. We had an invite uh, for uh, it was uh, a campfire, uh, campfire with some friends of ours and up in up in Kentucky. Yeah, and uh, we we had to cancel. We had to you know, decline because it only gets so many days off and we had an opportunity to go Bigfoot in that same weekend. So it's kind of like, you know, we can see our friends again. How many times are you going to see, you know, or catch Bigfoot? How many times are you going to get this opportunity? <laughs> so, you know, we told them, hey, we're going to be up there. We, we plan on coming, just not at that time. So, yeah. we, you know, like it's being selfish, but at the same time, you, you have days off that you have to yeah. – you have to – uh prioritize what yeah. you're going to use them for? yeah and then
1: you got to fit in family time on top of that because right. like we talked about we have six children between us both he has two sons i have a son and three daughters i have six grandkids that we share so i mean you know it takes you a know, lot like we got we gotta go my son is about to move to washington from california so we're gonna fly up there for a week and go visit for a week and hopefully he's down with going to look for Bigfoot while well, I'm up oh, there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Grar. Where's the Wiz? He's
0: uh, in Washington. So he talks about Sasquatch, where he lives up in his area yeah. in Washington as uh, well, yeah, too. are trying to uh, get into
1: yeah. a yeah.
2: yeah.
1: When they said they were moving up there, I was like, oh, yeah, we're definitely were coming definitely college, yeah. well, it's great, always
0: kids. It's always right there at the forefront, no matter what, right? Like...
1: Yeah, but, um, the, the paranormal, but I'm just excited. hoping out of, out of the six grandkids, one of them following my footsteps, man, <laughs> they're not looking at, they, they don't seem it. I'm thinking maybe the baby. <laughs> Thank, you much, Thank you very much. Thanks for being here. So Ed is,
0: um, also has uh, a network called the rift nation and he has an online podcast called the orion effect on sunday evenings as well too so thanks for for doing the shout out oh thank you Uh
2: there you go we're down (laughs)
0: there's your open (laughs) invitation
1: (laughs) Yeah, we, we definitely, I mean, cause you know, there's, there's a big difference between the Bigfoot par, uh, community. community and the paranormal uh, community. The paranormal wants to talk about it. They want to talk about every experience they ever had. The Bigfoot is more hush hush. They don't want to share their, their, their evidence. They don't want to share there's their location, locations. Especially
2: locations. It's, like it's like, yeah, hey, I saw Bigfoot where, tell us where <laughs> we want to
0: know. Oh. Right. <laughs> It's, it's, uh, i grew up in <laughs> northern ontario um along lake superior northern ontario and there's a lot of sightings up in that area as well too a lot of strange high strangeness in in that area and that's that's how i grew up too my dad gives me a, a hard time he's i'm like um i just I said, it would be fascinating to see a Bigfoot. And he's like, really? And he said, do you want to die by an angry Sasquatch? And I'm like, it would be yeah. an epic death, Dad. It would just be <laughs> epic. <laughs> the
2: land, the land Bigfoot expedition. We heard noises. An and she says, we've got to go investigate. And I said, you know, one of these days, Bigfoot, Bigfoot's going to grab me. And tear me to shreds. And she goes, as long as we catch it on camera, it'd be it. Great. (laughs) (laughs) As long
0: as those batteries are not dead, we're good. Edison, he'll talk your ear off. Bigfoot and Bigfoot sightings. UFO stuff
1: as well too, I add. Oh. yeah and then there, there's like the two different communities with bigfoot too like uh if you believe uh, that they, too, I, I, well i like whenever i first started with my dad and was telling my dad okay maybe he is real maybe he's interdimensional because i do believe in yeah. fairies and i do believe in, yeah. and, you, know, mm-hmm. the, you know the you know a different rooms. yeah the, yeah um, and I was like, well, maybe he's part of that world. And that's when my dad's like, no. <laughs> he's like, no, he's flesh and blood. And he'll eat you. <laughs> yeah. Because my, you know, my dad's that- had fun with him. And- I, I don't know where I
0: sit, which um, I think maybe just not having – uh, maybe needing more experiences for me to – I'm open-minded about the whole thing about Bigfoot being interdimensional, but you know, I don't know. I just – kind of lean more to an indigenous belief system as well too that it's um you know they don't like humans and are very good at hide and seek and you know travel to follow their food sources and yeah watch us and are very stealth-like right so i kind of leaned in that direction
2: yeah Yeah, but i wouldn't rule it out i mean interdimensional would make a lot of sense as to be why there's so many sightings but not evidence.
0: Maybe uh, you know, I don't know. And but then there's that argument about <laughs> underground tunnels and cave systems and
2: what you I, into, something then you then you're on my level where you talk so talking about the reptilians and, and stuff like that's, that. Don't? That's more my, my realm. Let's it's, chat.
0: Um,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's chat about it. Like and, and that's part of all of it, right? Is just having a sense of wonder, being open-minded to any of, of those uh potentials, right? Oh, yeah. Ed is chiming in with the reptilians and asking you about sure,
2: Earth, sure, sure. You see my theory of reptilians, they, they, they keep saying the reptilians, reptilians. Before there was mammals, there was dinosaurs. Dinosaurs were reptile. So even though they were extinct, who's to say the reptilians become reptilian human like? I mean that, that's always been my thing. A hybrid. A, a hybrid, right, to where they became, you know. Uh, human-like, but reptilians. Yeah. So, hey, who knows? I mean, I'm open we're to the
0: conversations, things. right?
2: Like We do what we do, because yeah. we want to find out yeah. these, these answers. We travel, we try to find evidence, you know, even yeah. if it's elusive.
1: Yeah, and I mean, in, like when we went out west for four months straight, I mean, the whole reason why we are doing that was to uh, investigate and research portals and other dimensions. You know, we were thinking that you know, portals could exist in these small mountain towns because you got mountains on both sides and, you know, like something in between. Yeah. We were doing a lot of investigating on that. so.
0: And that's right. the best part that you could come up with a theory and then test it out and investigate it yeah. on, on, on your and own terms. Right? Is just-
2: yeah, I'm mean, going to answer Ed's question. Ed, so based upon evolution, if you believe in evolution or the biblical theory of, of, you know, Adam and Eve. Well, if we go back on evolution, evolution, man broke off. So man went this way, Homo sapien went this way, chimpanzees. So you had apes, monkeys. So you had a, a, a branch where man broke off. So no, I don't believe that reptilian people were birds. I think birds are a branch of the reptilian evolution.
0: Uh. There you go. Let's see. Oh, I
2: see somebody talking about the Wendigo. Man, yeah. we were supposed to get up to Minnesota. Yeah, we, we still, well, we're not going to talk about that
1: because we're playing
2: <laughs> on <start> video. <now. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wendigo, Wendigos. Yeah. We, uh,
0: video we to do come.
2: Done our, we, we've done our, uh,
0: yeah,
2: homework on Wendigos. We actually have an area that we want to, uh, yeah,
0: we, that
2: we want to investigate up north. Uh,
0: is that going to be, is that part of the documentary that you're wanting to do? that's a different
1: yeah this, this different, is
2: going to be different yeah. this is going to be more maybe further down the line a year from yeah. now two years from now but yeah. we want to focus there's going to be a time um not soon but it's going to be a time where we're just going to focus on cryptids man, wendigo uh mothman things like that
0: mothman um, is a i'm <laughs> a down for mothman too super interested in
1: yeah, we go we go through our, our our little changes. So before, you know, we don't get burnt out in anything. Like right now, we're doing paranormal. We are mainly focused on paranormal. Mm-hmm. March and April, we're just doing Bigfooting. Then we're going back to the paranormal in May and June yeah. and July. July's
2: a big one.
1: And then after that, we're going back to um, Texas and yeah. doing the Bigfooting. Bigfooting, so we're going to we're
2: Big Bend National
1: Park. <laughs> De- definitely yeah. all over the world.
2: we're just we're kind of all over this year
0: (laughs) but that's awesome and and that kind of balances it out too like do you because it is you do get physically exhausted those psychic hangovers and you need that redirect and fill your cup up in a different way so that you're okay with the other things
1: as well too yeah because we're we're both nature too Yeah, yeah we love nature so we just like to get out in nature and like we love mm-hmm. national parks, we love national forests, we love wildlife loops where we can go see different kinds of wildlife. And, and I,
2: you know, to comment on that, we're realists. We know we're not gonna be able to do this forever. So we're trying to do as much as we can in the time right? that we have.
1: Because we we understand life is short. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you can be taken out at any time. So like just live your best life, you know, yes. you've got to do what you wanna do you know, like you were saying earlier, you felt like you're sometimes selfish, but you got to. you got to be selfish sometimes because this is your only life unless you get recycled and reincarnated.
0: (laughs) We'll just do that shout out for you, Daniel. So uh, Spirit Medium Daniel is just I talk about all these things on my podcast Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson audio and video. Very
1: cool. We'll definitely check that out.
0: And Okay, so I just not, saying, have you got, I no, haven't either. Allegedly like created a portal and traveled into the future.
2: Would be interested to see that. I would
0: too. That's definitely interesting. We'll have to write that name down and check it out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We try and keep up with with a lot a lot of stuff, I and mean, we do a lot of research. I mean, we have people tell us all the time, "Well, you came prepared." Well, yeah, we do our homework before we before we investigate, or we, you know, right. go anywhere. You know, I think
0: these, for for me, I try to not know, like when I'm going to locations, I need to not know so that I can go in blind and see what I'm getting and then have see, other I like people to
1: research.
2: I'd like the history, but I don't want to know the names. I want to know, you know, what was here, but don't tell right. me any names. i want to see if I can pick those names up.
1: Yeah. He,
0: oh, yeah. That's name. awesome.
1: You uh, don't want to know too much where I I'll, I'll know it all you know like I'll go I'll be looking through newspaper.com ancestry.com I'll know everything there is to know before I walk into a location you know um so he he's the opposite so we we even ask the owners you know whenever they're they're doing their interview or their tour with us don't tell Paul anything cuz he likes to pick up on stuff Old you know couch. and tries to test his abilities
2: yeah I like to see what I pick up on my own. But yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with Coast to Coast Day. yeah I have to check uh check that out. Yeah, I've
1: heard Coast to Coast,
0: too. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have yeah, to be respectful yeah. of spirit for sure. Actually,
1: yeah. I even
0: you know if
2: people say, Oh, it's demonic or this and that was no, you know, it could have been just an old ornery sucker when he was alive, and he's old and ornery when he's dead. So <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean that it's a demon, it just means that he now, just not
1: happy. We, yeah. we, we, demons do exist we do believe that that there is evil out there i mean um but for instance like when we went to the abbey in uh, colorado and uh what is it canyon city he had saw something you could tell that's uh,
2: sure sure so we were doing an investigation at the old abbey it's in canyon city colorado It uh, was sanctioned by the Vatican. It was actually built in the late 1800s, and it was, uh, has the the, the Seal of St. Benedict, uh, it was reported that, you know, some uh, exorcisms were done there, and uh, being that the Seal of St. Benedict is on the uh, building, that whatever's in there stays in there, not leaves so even if you go in there and the attachment attaches to you once you walk out those doors that that demonic being or whatever the test you, you go ahead and stay there. uh so that's just to fill you in on a little backstory so we were we were down in the basement and it was myself um a lady named uh, yeah we were actually going Adrian, down the stairs right, we were going down the stairs i was first because i was oh it's dark down here but i'm the man i'm i'm a, You know, because me, it was was nothing but women. You know, we had three women with me. You know, like, I'm going to be the big tough guy. Right. So I walked down in the dark, and I walked through what appeared to be a smell of sulfur. Well, the lady behind me says, do you smell that? It smells, it just smells of sulfur. And then when I turned around, now I'm at a T. I'm at, there's a hallway this way, this way, ahead of me and behind me. So I'm at a T. I'm at a cross, in the middle of the cross. And when I turned with my flashlight, one of the doors was open in the hallway and hanging over this door was a figure. Uh, The best way I can explain it is that um, I looked up pictures on the Internet is a rake. It looked like a rake. It was it was gangly, smooth skin, Mm -hmm. big black eyes. To me, it felt like minutes, but I knew it was only seconds. You know, I saw it and it flew off the back of the door. And I had, I froze and I turned and I said, That's it, I'm done. Because I didn't know where this thing was going to go. I didn't see yeah. it anymore. So I, I run past her going up the stairs and she goes, Where are you going? I said, I know what I saw. I'm not going down there. So that, that was, but I'm not saying it was demonic. I'm not saying it, yeah. it didn't harm me. Did I feel threatened? Kind of because it shocked me. You know, yeah. shock. You know, you, in that moment of shock, you do feel threatened.
1: And so, me and the three girls, or I mean, the other two girls, went down there, and it was so strong. The smell of sulfur was so strong, like so. And I mean, if you don't I, have I, the
0: tools or know how to deal with that, right? Then safety is an issue, right?
1: Yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll definitely get back there one day we we you know he definitely wants to face his uh
0: face my fear
1: fear you know not really a fear it's more the
2: curiosity we, we
1: packed it up in, yeah. and and we ended up leaving like after he, he one waited. of the
2: girls just left that same night because we had to yeah. stay over they had a place there where we could stay and one of the girls says no i'm not even gonna stay here we're leaving <laughs> But yeah,
0: so... I mean going back a second time, it's it you are a little more prepared for what you're going into. So you, yeah. are, and, you know, understanding go, different tools. Mm-hmm.
1: We're not gonna go in there like it's a demon though. Like no. even though we smelled no. sulfur <laughs> and it looked oh. like a rip, we're gonna go in there because it might be an entity that's stuck there that just wants to share its story. So we're gonna go in there yeah. with, with 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 you know love and compassion. And if it tries to tear us up, as long as we got the camera rolling, we're good.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
1: funny there's a
0: location that um i uh have investigated a number of times and there is a, a crotchety dude in there that starts saying demon when there's new people just because he doesn't want the company he doesn't want people there and people hear demon and they go and and we know that he's just saying it because he's grumpy like he's right. he, he's mm-hmm. legit miserable he and so he's. It doesn't want us there so uh, uh, approaching it so ed is asking a question sorry we're just gonna we're just gonna come to some of these questions or catch up a little bit with some comments as well too question time do you all feel more dimensional activity is taking place um and are we mistaking a lot of paranormal for ufology and vice versa
2: that's a good question i wouldn't
1: say ufology but yeah alien, a- alien. Yeah, uh, interdimensional aliens absolutely i say that all the time uh how do you know like i i don't have abilities to see spirits like you do so you know 100 who you're talking to me i'm taking a guess you know like so i always tell paul okay well let's redirect let's change it from did you die and you know like what what dimension are you from you know like what are you you know can you tell us what you are you know going into that that line of questioning because we might be talking to interdimensional aliens and yep. not paranormal at all i mean our spirits at all
2: right and they are but, I mean, you, you have different realms there is mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you believe in, in string theory, I mean, I'm more of like the science-based guy. So you know, you either believe in the Big Bang theory, you believe in string theory. But if you believe in string theory, is all of the universes are stacked on top of each other, and it's constantly moving, and sometimes universes touch. So who's to say the beings in that universe aren't crossing over through that 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 plane? You know, just for that yeah. glimpse, for that second. Uh So yeah, I mean, I, I do, I do believe it's possible. I do believe that you know it's interdimensional beings uh, coming over and are being mistaken for uh, spirits in some cases.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do believe that spirits, you know, do walk the earth too you know, from the spirit realm. But I do believe there's other realms out there that you know are just interdimensional aliens. I think shadow men—they come from their own their own realm. I think. And it, it, it's a void of light because we can't see that you know their true shape. You know, so you get you have shadow figures, you have creepers, you have um, the man in a hat. You know, they're they're all shadow people. You know that that could be from their own rim and they're just void of this light that we can see. You know, it's a it's a type of light we can't see, so we only make out their shadows. Yeah, and, and it's always... darker than dark. Like people yeah. who have not seen a
0: shadow figure. I may not understand like you are in a dark black room and you are still seeing something that's even darker.
1: Yeah. And I, and I, you know, I, and I find that a lot of the, like the shadows that are in your bedroom, they're watching you and they're watchers, you know, like people say they're demons. I was like, I don't think they're demons. They're just watching. But then to bring back to whenever I was investigating prior to Paul with my ex-husband, you know, the reason one of the reasons why we, we we didn't get along with the paranormal is because I went to an investigation one night and then when we we did a cleansing of the house. And this is one of the reasons why I don't do people's houses, because obviously I blotched it, I cleansed the house. It came home with me, it came home with my my the other investigator that was with me. And um, and so my ex-husband had another, you know, another episode well at this point we weren't getting along so like he started gasping for air whenever you know like in his sleep so i just elbowed him real hard i'm like i was like lay on your side you know and i went back to sleep well he told me the next day that he something was choking him he said that dark figure was choking him so i don't know i don't know if they're if if they are just watchers or they are something bad but And, and different things so um
0: Daniel uh, I was just I'm just gonna read your comment. I know I'm commenting a lot, but nice to know there are others going in with the correct understanding and I, and it's okay uh encouraging the comments I'm doing my best to to keep up and and not interrupt and sometimes I don't do that balance very well, but please know that we are um we'll at least showcase the the comment um up so that people can see them and absolutely. I will we appreciate yeah, it, and we
2: appreciate the yeah. interaction and you got some great comments, great questions yeah definitely great. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah. Yeah, please uh, uh, bring it on. Yeah, exactly. So he's just um, Daniel is comment spirit medium. Daniel is commenting again. You cannot make anything leave that doesn't want to. That's exactly forever. what I
1: was saying before. You know, like you, you can you can burn that sage, but I mean, once you break that energy up, and that energy comes back, it's going to be mad at you. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I've had um, really. Uh, Not nice comments come back at me, uh, uh, saying that maybe I don't play nice in the sandbox (laughs) because I said like, how I, I will not tell somebody that I can cleanse their house and get rid of something because I, it's a rabbit hole that I don't know for sure because somebody else can go in. I've been in a location where, where somebody has, um, you know, a medium has gone in and said that she's cleared it and there's nothing there. And I walk in and I'm still seeing and exactly. I, I got something it. there. So I, I just feel there's so much that we don't understand and we don't know about that. Yeah. I will never say that I'm an expert in any of it because I, I feel like it's Christmas morning or well, wonder yeah. what's going to happen today. <laughs> like it's, There's something new all the time to learn. Wow.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and then the more you look into it, it seems like, yeah, it's like a rabbit hole. You just keep getting more and more and more. Exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. Donna Jean is just saying, <laughs> I'm too busy listening to remember to comment. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, I we had one experience at, at my home on my oldest son, who's like 30 now, when he was 16, That was definitely affecting him. And I went in a guns a blazing thinking that it was just me and not remembering that I have all my ancestors and divine team and those people supporting me from the other side as well, too. And I think that's a big part that we need to remember, like when we are doing these experiences, when we go into a a location or a place, we're bringing all our people in spirit with us as well, too. And and that can also affect a location, right? But yeah. that's that 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 being definitely was interdimensional because it growled at me and scratched and you know I had to leave and regroup and go back in with a different perspective and moving it out because it was it was not um, it was yeah. something else. Hi, Denise. We're Hi. glad that you got here.
1: Thank right, you very game. much, Hi, Daniel.
0: Have a good night. Yep. Can we um can we talk about Grumpy Miles Montana?
2: Sure. You want
1: to tell
2: him? Grumpy Miles Montana? That would be me. No. <laughs> so, so, so that was our, our, our children's book, uh Angela came up with. We um
1: We actually made it for the grandkids
0: though. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Miles and the Is it Miles and the Little Fairy or Miles and the Fairy? In, in the, the Little, little fairy.
1: fairy. In the Little yep. Fairy.
2: Yeah, it was it's it's to teach a lesson of um, all you need is friends. That's or, basically, or, it, you know, um, that uh, you don't have to be grumpy. It's about
1: yeah, it's about keeping your attitude in check, you yeah. know, because like what you bring to the table is what you're going to get in return. You act you yeah, act like, like a jerk to people, they're going to act like a jerk back. It works in the paranormal field, too. You act like a jerk to the spirits, they're going to be a jerk to your back. Mm-hmm. But same thing with Bigfoot. He goes acting like a jerk to people, and people going to be a jerk. To and them.
2: that's Miles Montana. He's a Bigfoot. Yeah, he's a people Bigfoot. Know. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they have their book on, on Amazon. It is. Uh, if you want to check it
1: out, and, and, Miles Montana. And, a, and uh, we, a good friend of mine, I've been friends with her for about 25 years now. She's an artist, um, and she did all the illustrations. Um, so it's art by Leanna. You can find her on Facebook. She did a fantastic job. Um, and if you go to, uh, I know that we have it scrolling on the bottom, but for
0: the listeners, because we do have a large audio um, uh, uh, large audio component to this as well too. a lot uh, a lot of people listening audio afterwards so it's enigmaticexplorers.com and you've got all kinds of of books um that help support your adventures that you guys have so you know encouraging everybody to go check it out you can and you link uh, to Amazon from your website as well too. So they can see all of the different, you have logbooks. Can you talk about the other things that you've got on the site for people?
2: Yeah, so we have journal. log
1: books for Bigfooting, which is, uh, you know, for field guides, you know, like where you can mark down times you hear stuff. It's very important to keep notes. Um, we don't do it as much anymore because we're constantly recording everything that we do. So that's kind of our timestamps. So we make sure all of our times match and we're very, very precise fine. on that. Um, But we used to write it all down. So, I mean, for people that aren't recording every like in many different areas, it's important to write the time down that you heard the bump, you know, and if everybody's doing that, then you're going to have consistency, consistency, you know, especially with people that have uh, team members of 10 or more, you know. If you have a bunch of people in there and, and somebody sneezes and somebody's doing an EVP downstairs, they're going to think noise. that they're going to, they've just got the most coolest EVP ever. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's important to write down, especially with big groups, you know, usually it's either it's Paul and me and maybe one other couple usually, but we have got like the last one we went on was a big group. We we didn't even do any audio or any evidence review because it's just too contaminated. You know, it's
0: just, you know. So you have to, do you go in with a different intention then when you know that it's that big of a group? Like you go just to have the experience of unity and not necessarily the focus of getting evidence?
2: It's more of a unity. It's more of uh, sharing our experiences, showing how we investigate, you know, which we try to pass on the way we investigate compared to what you see on the travel channel. You know, uh, it's not all about... uh, the, the the jumping and the scaring. it's it's about the respect, the patience, the sitting there. You know, you go hunting. If you go hunting, you're not jumping all around the woods looking for a deer. You're sitting there very quiet. You know, it's, it's kind of it's the same principle. You sit there, be respectful. And, and you, you can you, go, you yeah. can go
1: that whole deer trip, the whole weekend without catching any deer at all. <laughs> I'm yeah, right. not shooting a deer. Is,
0: right. It doesn't always have to be three o'clock in the morning. You right. can. Have interactions during the day, too. It doesn't have to, it necessarily right.
1: have to be at nighttime. We just investigated. I, we found the, the hottest times between 8 and 11.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, it's and, like, it's and like and a residual was, closing time. In the
2: morning
0: spirits. or 8 and 11 at night? In the, the afternoon. Afternoon
2: evening. It was okay. in the evening, 8 to 11 in the evening. So it was like, you know, spirits are active. Uh, we find at a certain time, especially residuals. So if you have, like, if you go to a place that had hours, uh, mm. You know, and it's like at at that time back then, if that place closed, then the activity is going to stop, especially if it's residual. If it's
1: residual, yeah. Um, I mean, especially like if you go to... To a place and somebody cooked dinner at the same time every day, you know, you might hear that pots and pans hitting that so you might from that catch a whiff of food. Or, yeah, you know. from residual energy. Mm-hmm. You know, at I that certain awesome. So they cooked at 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, that's right. what time you're going to probably smell it. Yeah. Um, they collect in the polar room at 6 o'clock, you know. So at 6 o'clock, you might catch that whiff of Chigar. cigar smoke, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And I like it when
0: cigars come in, actually. I like the smell yeah. of that. And pipes, anything like that. Even sweet, like cherry tobacco, when those those oh, smells yeah. come in, it's, I don't know, it's, if it's, uh, you know, one of those memories for me that's connected to family as well, too. So there's some sort of comfort yeah. level in it, right? if anybody is just joining us now thank you so much for for being a part of this Uh, you are listening to Spirit Switchboard I am your host Mm -hmm. Carolyn Fellhorn and you are listening to us live on the United Public Radio Network and the UFO Paranormal Radio Network 105.3 and 107.7 New Orleans so thank you guys Uh, we have Paul and Angie the Enigmatic Explorers I was so worried I was going to mess up Enigmatic I was like practicing saying it today (laughs)
2: She, like, actually, like, I the name and she tells me all the time she goes why did you have to come up with such a hard name to pronounce because everybody, <laughs> everybody everybody, everybody blotches is, it right everybody blotches it so it's it's okay i mean hey oh no
0: you know, i get a gold star sticker today man i you said did. it right. <laughs> right. You
2: just, right
1: in fact when you first said it i was like there she goes, she goes. yeah 1st yeah,
2: first, right. first, first. No, <laughs> not the first person but you did very well
1: it was yeah.
0: more the spelling. I was, I, when I was typing it out for the website and, and, you know, doing the promos, I was making sure I was saying it out loud as I was typing it so I didn't spell yeah. it wrong either, right? But yeah. I think it's oh, a great yeah. name and it suits you. It really That's does. It's, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. And it's hard. Coming up with names is it hard.
2: Is, or, or, or uh, uh, how do you say acronyms or, or, you know, Everybody can say, "Oh, you're the mysterious explorers." But well, I wanted to be a little, a little brainy, you know. I said, "Well, what's what's the same thing as mysterious?" You know that's it's, so we can't yeah. of did end up enigmatic.
1: And and we do yeah, it also. Yeah. It's perfect. You know, yeah. we, we we do the you know the cryptid. anything mysterious, her- it's yeah, all, it's portals, you know, high lies. strangeness,
0: anything yeah. high strangeness, right?
1: Yeah, anything unusual. I, I yeah. you know, like um, even even. Like Crater Lake, you know, just because it, it's, you know, made from an Android. I'm curious asteroid. about an asteroid. I'm sorry. What does it? Android. Oh. Uh,
2: <laughs> or 2D2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and, you know, like just, you know, like things like that. I want to <laughs> jump in that water because it's supposed to be like kind, you of, mean, yeah, well, kind of prohibited. You know, you're not supposed to go in the water according to, you know, the Indian legends over there because of so many deaths being in there.
2: All right, Indian. I mean, uh, Crater Lakes in Oregon. It's
1: in Oregon.
0: Yeah. Mm. Don't know. Yeah. So I mean, one. Thank you. There was another lake that (laughs) I was looking um, at, and I was trying to find somebody to come on to talk about it. Now I, I, I'm having a brain fog, and I can't remember. But I'm like you. You hear these like obscure stories, and you just want to know more, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it just I love hearing the story, like. Like hearing the story, like why we do history and hauntings because we love the history. But I mean, yeah. I dig in deep, you know. I want to find out like what this person was like. You know, who am I talking to? Who am I trying to communicate with? You know, and, and right. it, just, it just makes it, you know, all that more special when you you you're in their home. You know, you're sitting where they probably sat a hundred years ago. You know, or one hundred yeah, something years. Yeah, hundred forty. Yeah go with the big coin mm-hmm. michelle is
0: just um asking she says fun question what would be your calling card if you were to haunt a place
1: so how oh, would he, you
0: come through
2: so would, you, pass just blow in and you blow my ear
1: i just blow in the ear how would you do that that's,
2: that's my haunting calling card i would just blow <laughs> in your <his> ear
0: <laughs>
2: let's go
1: so you want to
0: see the same reaction <laughs> like the small clip of you getting your ear turned
2: that's it i just want that oh what was it was that the air conditioner or was that actually yeah. somebody blowing
1: in my ear <laughs> i'd probably be more dramatic like moving stuff and slamming stuff
2: yeah mine's more subtle yeah you'd be, be
1: more subtle than me i i'd probably like try to get a rise out of everybody but i mean uh, I, I would hope that i'd be on the other side trying to help teach what we really are
0: <laughs>
2: you right. know yeah, like, yeah.
1: Got to, they have, to have spirits out there that that wants to. I mean, th- unless there's some kind of rule book that says I can't, you know. Like,
2: I just want to have fun. I just want to. Just...
1: Yeah, that's what I want to do. Just. Yeah. I but think that honestly, I don't know, that... That I want to be stuck. So hopefully, I get recycled. So do you? See, I don't know about the recycling.
0: <laughs> I don't know where I. I don't know where I. I. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Another- <laughs> no, I don't know if I'd want to come, come back around. I would. i I'd be willing I to help. It end, you know, like
1: why would I want it to end? You know, like this life is gonna end. I mean, from the minute we're born, our bodies start dying. Yeah. You know, we're we're not gonna live forever. Everybody dies, um, but like. To know that possibly I'm going to be reincarnated and do it all over and have a whole new adventure with a whole new family and a new husband and new kids, you know, it's it's exciting. You know, it's like you know. No, it sounds whole-
0: exhausting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, you just know. You just gotta grab the concept. Is you gotta live your best life. You gotta do things while here, here you're- while you're here. You have to. If you're not, yeah. if you're not living your best life, then. You're wasting your life. You can't work um, all the time. And you got you got to live. You got to enjoy it. You got to get off the couch. You can't just watch TV. You need,
2: you need more than two weeks vacation
1: a year. Yeah, definitely. Agreed. Agreed.
0: And a uh, kiddo that moves to places that gives you an opportunity to explore your passions at the same time, too. So, yeah. you know, that's... Uh, I think Michelle, if I was to answer that question, I think because everybody talks about or comments about uh, my laugh and giggle, I'll probably the, be the one that it sounds like a laugh coming from like another floor in the house. And then when you're up there, because we do, we have that happen at one location, the same place as the grumpy dude, where somebody will whistle. If you whistle, they'll whistle back, but they whistle from a different floor. So then when you go down to that floor and you do it again, they'll whistle from above. So I think that they just have fun watching us yeah. hiking back and you forth. Right. Back. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that'll be me. <laughs> Making everybody run around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you're but right. Another, like, thing noticed, another thing I've noticed is like residual energy doesn't just come from the deceased. Us living people, like people tell me all the time, I think I have a mimic in the house because I heard my daughter's voice and she's not even here. I'm like, well, does your daughter have a lot of energy? Because she could be expelling that energy mm-hmm. being alive, you know? Um, and I-
0: Polykinesis is something that people have a hard time talking about you know, they, they don't necessarily, I think people want it to be the demon or they want it to be, it's hard for people to have accountability of some of the activity that happens in their own house. Mm-hmm. I don't know I if you have had that experience or, you know. Um,
2: yeah, my mother's like this, like when my mother comes over or I used to live, in the, you know, in another life. <laughs> uh, she'd come over and that energy would be there um, and it was her energy, you know. You could hear her voice, even though she was sleeping. You know that kind of uh, residual energy of her, because she's just a strong inner. She has such right. a strong. Energy.
0: Well, I I I know a friend has a. Um, I mean, he's older now, uh, but. Alaska in the winter. And that little guy could manifest sand in his bath water because he wanted to be at the beach. Like we are much more powerful than people want to take credit for, right? Like we, we are, we are powerful beings.
1: Yeah. We, we don't even know our limits because we just, we, I mean, we, you know, we, we, if we, if we could open up to full capacity, there ain't no telling what we can do. Right, that's right. Grace just asking, do you think that
0: you have a past life? And he's saying he dreams of his.
1: Um, I I believe in reincarnation, so I do believe yes that people do have past lives. I I don't remember any of mine, so I have no experiences. I don't have any connections. I do feel a connection to witchcraft, but I don't feel any connection to Salem, where a lot of witches say, "Oh, I got this strong connection to Salem." I don't have that, but I do have a strong connection to. Irish witchcraft. So maybe my ancestors are, you know, a lot of Irish ancestors. So maybe that's why, because I didn't have that, you know, that, that heritage or that line where, you know, they were treated poorly instead. In Ireland, they were treated with much more respect and, you know, people yeah. took care of yeah. people there, you know.
2: Uh, I don't too much believe in past lives. I believe we are... I believe in the multi-universe theory that there's infinite Mm. us's. So you have dreams of places you've never been, people you don't know, I believe you're tapping into that other person in another universe. Uh, Maybe
1: when those worlds are Right, when
2: those those worlds are touching, you're tapping into their memory or you're tapping into something. Because I've had those. I've had a lot of those where I'm at a place I've never been or I'm talking to somebody I've never met. And, uh But as far as past lives go, I mean, it's possible. I don't, I don't rule it out. I'm open minded when it comes to it. I don't know. Only there's only one way I'm going to find out, right?
0: So, yeah. um, and I always, I, I don't discount it. I just say, you know, if there was a past life, I will assume that I have been it all. I have been nasty and good, and I've been male and female, and I've been a mom, a dad. I've been, I, you know. I just figure I've been it all if I and then because I I watch people focus on past lives so much that they they're not present in this moment they're so caught up in you know this story that might explain why they have a passion about something here instead of just flowing with the passion that they have here so I just like kind of it is what it is in this moment and okay now i'm taking a breath and now i'm on to the next moment <laughs> like, we're just this is how far i want to go you know
1: yeah and then also with that i believe like paul was saying earlier you know like your genes have a huge part of that too because um like i said i never grew up with my dad until after my divorce and then when i moved in with my dad i find out i'm exactly like that man like our brains are just like same on sync and never grew up with him, but yet I'm probably out of all four of his kids, I'm five, five of his kids. Four, I forgot a brother, but out of all, all of the kids, I'm I'm probably the closest like him, you know, on the, the you know, interest in different levels of paranormal and hike. I mean, and all my brother's hike, but like just being into nature and everything.
0: Contessa is just asking what about experience a lot of deja vu. Do you have that on locations? You guys have been all over the place. Have you ever had a Deja deja vu moment on a location?
2: Yeah, there's some places we've been. It's kind of like I've been here before. I know when we went to Deadwood, South Dakota, uh, it it felt like um, when we were at the campsite and uh, I just looked around. I'm like, man, I just got Deja Vu. I remember the scenery. So there is times, you know, I remember uh, having Deja Vu. Yeah,
1: and I've gotten Deja Vu a couple of times, but... I'm thinking it's just like a brain glitch. I don't. I'm not really sure, to be honest. And that
2: can go back to like like my theory of the multiverse, where you know there's a you in another yeah. universe that was there, say the day before. Yeah,
1: and and, and, and then when you get it, it's like, man, I really feel like I just said that before. You know, right. like we just had that same, and it feels really strong. So yeah, I don't. But it it could just be a brain glitch. I mean, our brains do weird things.
0: I had that in Tupelo, Mississippi.
1: Of all places.
0: I know. Weird, right? So I'm like, I don't know. I was in my early 40s and it was the first time I was like really leaving Canada and going into the States. And I went to Tupelo, Mississippi and it felt like home. Like there was weirdness in weird places through Mississippi that felt like home to me. It was, it was weird. I like was very sad when I was leaving Mississippi to come back here. And yeah. I didn't even tell my family. I got in the car, I went down to meet people. I drove 16 hours by myself and then told my family that I was in Mississippi. Uh-huh. <laughs> but there was just something. There was something, right? Yeah. I mean, and that that could, yeah. That déjà vu feeling is um, can be very intense, for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because it These definitely feels crazy. like it's something you already did. It, it's very strong, mm-hmm. but no, mm-hmm. I've never, I've never gotten it. Like I've never walked into a place and I've never felt like I've had a past life catch up on me. I've never had that feeling, you know. So maybe no. you know, maybe I'm just not from here, or my, you know, like none of my spirit. Maybe I'm new to America. I don't know, <laughs> you know. So it, it just nothing seems familiar to me, not in that sense. But I have had deja vu like saying stuff
0: right so maybe there is a little more to that that theory of multi universes layered on top of that yeah, it we, we all
2: share one consciousness the,
0: the reason why i'm like really strong well, on i a, believe on that too though yeah. i i believe that you know we're all part of that bigger collective consciousness and and we're contributing constantly right so being mindful yeah. of what, what we're contributing to right Mm-hmm. Are we contributing in a positive way or in a negative way? So yeah. you know, I've taught my kids, like, so when you're spewing shite, you got to clear, cancel, and delete that. <laughs> Roll it back in. <laughs> Do you really want that out there? Right. Yeah. right. Don't put it out there. Clear, cancel, and delete that. Yeah. Uh, where are you guys? Um, the Patreon. That was something I'd like you guys to talk about as well, too. Is that something
1: that, you know? Patreon? No, we we... Deleted the Patreon because uh it's
0: not I oh yeah we
1: we just because we put everything that we find out there so there's like nothing really left uh at, you know like so we, we right, right.
0: yeah we we now we we
1: might we might open it back up but I mean honestly like there's no reason to have different you know like p- having people pay to see our stuff so. Uh, you know, I mean, we so, just do it because we love it. Okay.
0: Not that I still don't think that you are fabulous people, but today when I was like reading through the website and I was like scrolling around, I'm like in a Patreon, oh my God, these guys are fabulous. I don't know how they have time to do all of this shit. And I'm like, okay, now you're like regular <laughs> normal people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's- yes. Yeah. I'm normally doing. I'm like, <laughs> oh. yeah, no. that- because it is, it's time consuming just what we do on a regular basis, and adding all those extra streaming places and and supporting people and and what they expect once they get to all those different platforms is a lot. It's a lot.
1: Yes, because yes. I mean, on Patreon, you got to show them something different for them to pay money for, and like well, I really didn't have anything right. different. Yeah. I was just yeah, sharing everything already. Out,
2: right.
1: Um, you know, I've always liked editing. I always wanted to. To produce movies, you know, and and I, you know, I shared this online not too long ago, but you know, I used to make my kids be the little actors, you know, and used to <laughs> dress like uh, one we did, uh, Little Red Riding Hood, and my middle daughter was the Big Bad Wolf. So we did full, you know, uh wolf mask uh, with the uh, pos- what do you call it? Prosthetics. Prosthetics. And my daughter played the part of the, the granny, my oldest daughter, and then my baby played Little Red Riding Hood. And my son was the woodsman. You know, so I used them as little actors, and then they got too old, and it just kind of, they're like, Mom, I don't want to do this. It's not cool no more. So, you know, it's not pretty cool. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> excuse me.
0: But all of that
1: stuff still contributed to what you're doing now, right? Yeah, well, it it it's I'm picking it back up now and that's with the history and hauntings. I'm going back to editing, which, you know, I really enjoy to do. I mean, I'll never get famous on it because of the fact that, you know, like I'm not, you know, I'm not an expert editor, but I have fun doing it. I enjoy it.
0: So maybe you need to start clear canceling and deleting that shite too. When you're saying I'm never going to be famous doing that because it's your personality. People are drawn. Like I was drawn to you guys immediately and knew that I wanted to have this conversation, have you on the show. Just, the, the energy between the two of you, the energy that you bring to the locations, how you interact with spirits and the people, that's what drew me to you. So more and more people are going to be drawn to you that way. So you can't, you don't know what's going to happen next. I would just we keep know, doing what you're doing.
1: Yeah. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep doing, okay. I should say my goal is not to become there famous.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going to just keep enjoying my best life. It? We
0: just we and just, you're open out. to
1: whatever comes. Yeah, like if you don't like what I put out, don't watch it. But I'm
0: gonna yeah. do it because
1: I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, and I and I think
0: that when we um, approach any of those things that we do with authenticity and integrity, um, it can be felt, and then the right people are going to come to us. And the and the squawkers, um, uh are irritated for their own reason, <laughs> and, and they can just you know go where they need to go.
2: Yeah, well, we we do it because. We enjoy sharing stuff. We enjoy mm-hmm. sharing experience. Like when we, we went out west, you know, we were posting pictures on Facebook of the buffalo and the donkeys and the antelope yeah. and, and the that, mountains. We, we shared it because we want to share, want people to experience what we've experienced. Yeah. Yeah. And the best way to do that is through film and pictures.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and for um, people like me, like in, that, I've never seen, you know, buffalo and you're part of the, the country that you know you guys are opening it up so that people from all over can see it as is Yeah fantastic. we, we had, it, were you in Florida were
1: didn't you just yeah we just we went to Florida a couple weeks, weeks ago three
2: weeks
1: ago yeah three weeks yeah ago. I was watching your travel
0: post that was
1: yeah. <laughs> that was a yeah, long journey we, um, the whole time we went out west, like the four months we were camping, we we documented everything. And then I got hacked on Facebook. I fell for one of those little text scams or whatever. Got hacked mm-hmm. on Facebook. And Facebook deleted my account, so I lost all those pictures, like everything. Like
2: it was heartbreaking. Yeah,
1: it was heartbreaking because that was our whole trip, and I only documented it there. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I was like, man, we just lost our whole, all of our projects, all of our research, like that I shared like that's like, gutting 20 years cuz I was on Facebook for 20 years under that account 20 years of my kids growing up I lost it all so yeah it killed me <laughs> so did you bring some
0: witchy voodoo to that that scenario so that that karma energy goes back to where cuz <laughs> cuz I would have gotten a jar right away <laughs> like, <laughs> You mess around, there, there, let's send some energy there, there, back at you.
1: Yeah, there, there was definitely some of that. But with that, I was just kind of like, what did I even do? Because at that point, I didn't even know what I did wrong. Like, I don't know how I got hacked until, like, I had started a new Facebook and I read somebody's post and they're like, hey, watch out for this scam. And I was like, oh, that's the one I fell for. <laughs> yeah, so, that's, it's hard lessons. I'm not, I'm not trying to flip my own boat, but I'm pretty intelligent. So for me to fall forward, it, I'm just embarrassed. It's embarrassing.
2: Yeah, so, so yeah. Hats off to whoever did it. <laughs>
1: yeah, because yeah, I like I'm very computer literate, you know, like it's yeah. not like they got somebody that that was, you know, just not knowing what they're doing. I know better. They got yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So be careful yeah. out there. They they're good at what they're doing. Um Can,
0: I want to go back to Bigfoot again. I Bigfoot it, is everything for me. <laughs> It's I have like Bigfoot keychain and I, I had this for the longest time. It was like this little air freshener in my car. So it but it was a Sasquatch. So I would hold it up over like the road signs from the car and I would just take traveling pictures with my Sasquatch everywhere that I went as well oh, too. Are there places I guess well, there's so many places to go, but are there places top on your list besides where your son is moving to that you haven't been to yet
1: that you would yeah. like to? Okay. Uh, we want to go to Minnesota.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Minnesota
2: is a big place. Yeah. Uh, Northern California to uh, Olympia National Park or State Park. Yeah. You know?
1: Olympia, uh, Olympia is uh, the one in Washington.
2: Yeah, but it runs through Northern uh, California too. And then,
1: the, yeah, we want to hit all the the national. And like um, you were saying, mm-hmm. I want to go to Sedona. Um, I want to go, you know, meditate on the rocks.
2: Yeah, our next, our um, next big I want to go to
1: Montana and oh. I want to go to the Montana Vortex over there. Um, tell me about the Montana Vortex. I don't know about that. It's one of you there's a couple of I know there's one in California, but in Montana it, it's a little area where things just are off balance. So it should roll down, but it rolls up. Those kind uh. of rooms. And um I don't want to watch his name but i know his name is joe and he him and his wife tammy own it and they they were inviting us to go and we actually got job. we were we had jobs lined up and we were going to move there but we ended up moving to colorado for a year instead
2: yeah so is it the ozarks are a big big spot for yeah us, you know
1: when we go do our filming the next two months is going to be in the ozarks and in, in arkansas
2: there's a lot, a lot of uh, Bigfoot sightings along yeah. along the border of uh, uh, Oklahoma, the Buffalo and, River. Well, along the Buffalo River, but going toward uh, the border of Arkansas and Oklahoma, there's been a lot of sightings lately. So,
0: right, uh, Greg's just saying H O H Forest H-O-H in
2: H-O-H northwestern.
0: Forest? Yeah. Um, Donna Jean's asking, does he prefer right, Bigfoot? So Sasquatch?
2: Based on the region, so Bigfoot's the United States, of course. Sasquatch is Canada. Yeti is the uh, Asian, the East, um, just like uh, Australia has their own version. Um, yeah. But
1: I mean, not everybody believes right that. Now. That's that's what we believe. Like, if you ask my dad that same question, my dad would say, no, a Sasquatch is very different than a Bigfoot. A Sasquatch is, is, is bigger and it's meaner, where a Bigfoot is more of a softer.
2: And I saw this episode. It was actually... Years ago, this episode uh, aired on a travel channel, I believe, where it was a lady who lived in Oklahoma had a resident Sasquatch. And uh, it would come to her house and she'd feed it. So I'm familiar with this case.
0: So Case Lee is just commenting, um, for those who are listening to us audit- um, audibly later, there was a lady who befriended a Sasquatch Bigfoot, can't remember her name, also got to know about that on the Art Bell Show
1: yeah and there's a lot of big community out there that believes that the big bud uh are forest people like uh and in the more Mm -hmm. you get to know them the more the more they'll get closer to you you know and they do offerings and they have a very close relationship with with these Bigfoots, you know, I mean, but then you got people like my dad who were saying, No, they're scary monsters that want to eat you, you know, so you got two different sides to it. Um, I know when we went up to Kentucky with Squash Man, um, Indiana. and Indiana, Indiana with uh, Squash Man, you know, it was, it was, he was introducing us to the forest people, and you know, like you could hear him, you could hear, you could hear, they were all around and, us, yeah.
2: they, they, they interacted as far as like hitting trees, throwing acorns.
0: Do you guys whoop back? And is there a specific screech sound that happens consistently before sound? Like, have you noticed any sort of consistent sounds?
2: The sound that you hear, it's 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 like a howl. It's it's more like how can I explain it? The ones we've heard, if you watch like uh, nature channels, you hear a howler monkey. I don't know if you know what a howler monkey sounds like. It's more along a call like that. It's 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 it's, uh, definitely primate. So, when you listen to, like, you know, uh, gorillas, chimpanzees, uh, but the most, I guess the closest, I would say, would be, like, a howler monkey. Uh, it's just a loud there, howl. It's like a, but, oh. Yeah,
1: but then it, it's a deep, like, it ends on a deeper note. Right. But, and is there a response, or is it just one? Have you guys heard or captured?
2: Yeah, we just heard the one.
1: And um, the tree knocks. Now, when, when deers hit their antlers on a tree, it, it 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 sounds like a big boom, you know. It it and I think a lot of, at first I was like, well, no, they're just hearing the, you know, anybody that goes out and does a lot of, you know, exploring in the woods, you know, you'll you'll hear that a lot. But when you actually hear tree knock, it, it's really loud.
2: Yeah. So so a tree, it's like a
1: screaming howl. It's
2: like a screaming howl, right? So what she's explaining is like when when you hear, they call it a rattle. So when you hear deer during the rut. They'll they'll go and they'll they'll hit their antlers up against the tree to mark a tree, and it's a rattle you hear. It, it's it's you know, it's a rattle is the best way to explain it, like a baby's rattle, like
0: right.
2: When it's a, a a knocking on a tree, it's hollow to hollow. You ever take something like like a hollow piece of wood or two hollow pieces of wood and right, knock it together, right. and echo? That's that's the sound of the knocking.
0: Hmm. Do you make sure that people know where you're, you're at before you go? This no. is kind
2: of no. but, You're I, as bad we, as
0: me. Can, yeah, yeah, no, we,
2: uh, we give them a general vicinity. Uh, we'll be in Wyoming.
0: Yeah, sometimes,
1: <laughs> sometimes we don't even know where we're going to be right. like, until we're there. So, I mean, it, right. it, it doesn't feel no good to tell somebody because we're probably going to be somewhere else anyway oh um, right but well, that's yeah, part I, of
0: the adventure and i suppose well, if yeah, you guys have each other and you have some sort of protocol if things go sideways i'm assuming right
2: right
1: mm-hmm.
0: well
2: yeah so we got a
1: lot of, we had a lot of camping gear so we can survive for a
2: little while sure we can survive that's for crazy. a little while we have bring first aid kids stuff like that yeah. you know we know how to
1: we know
2: how to hunt we know mm-hmm. how to just pack mud on a cut you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean i've cast my foot open and she tells me you know, i just rub a little
1: rub dirt a little
0: dirty. Uh, right my grandpa used to say old trappers never die they just smell like it <laughs> just, like that was his like saying right and it's it is very different like being in the woods is um i don't know a sense of freedom to it uh, yes. there's just some freedom to it whether yes. you have the experience or not it's it's grounding and centers you and i and i really do believe that you have a, a Stronger understanding of what uh, what's meaningful, you know, what's important in life when you uh, take that time to spend in, in nature that yeah. way.
1: Meditating in nature is the best way to do it. You just get one with nature, and it's amazing. I don't understand all these city folks that you know that, that oh my god, there's bugs. Oh, I don't never t- like I don't understand it because that's not how my mind works. My mind is all for nature, one hundred percent. I mean, right now, we, we're we on five acres in the middle of nowhere. In a swamp. In a swamp. <laughs> you know, that's where we're living right now. You know, and, you know, I I don't miss the city at all. I grew up, you know, right outside of New Orleans.
0: Well, you're getting an invitation. There we so go. There to, we go. Come to Northeast Washington State.
1: Yeah, contact us. We'll, we'll we'll make it happen. We'll We'll be up in Washington this year, so we'll yeah. make it happen.
0: I don't think. Do you want to do a shout out
1: where they can find you? Sure. Um, you could our website is uh You can find anything, our Facebook, our TikTok, our YouTube, our email, everything's on that website. So yeah, just all, all my yeah, all my you could just go to the contact us page, it's our email, and it also has all of our website, our different
2: so we have four different facebook accounts we have mine which is paul johnston we have Angela johnston then we have haunted history
1: no, we have uh, history uh, and hauntings, hauntings and then we history. have internet <laughs> explorers right. page
2: right. yeah so you yeah you all, guys are give all four. give us give all four a follow
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes exactly um like subscribe follow caring and sharing so share out the videos as well. Yeah, too.
2: definitely subscribe to our YouTube page. We're putting out a lot of content. Yeah. And uh, like I said, we love to share, we like to hear back, we like the comments, we like the likes, not so much the dislikes, but we do like the likes.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we shared those manatees and like three people dislike. I say, like, How do you dislike a fish?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, bring them but up it, Again, it's, it's like the
0: grumpy. You just it's don't enigm- know if somebody's <laughs> having a bad day. So, enigmatic. It, if you watch the little ticker along the bottom of the the video,
2: E yeah. N I T M A T I C. So, you close. Close.
1: <laughs> close is it sputtering? No, you got oh. it. Oh, how do you spell after you answer yeah. that question? Yeah, enig- yeah.
0: yeah, enigmatic.
2: Yeah. Yeah, give us a follow. I had
0: uh, Jeff Belanger on on the show, and same thing. I was practicing sp- saying his name, and then I said it like a good Canadian, Belanger. As soon as he got, as soon as he got on, <laughs> and so like I think it's just you know one of those things. you have to roll with it and and be yeah, okay. Enigmatic, I did through. good today.
3: Enigmatic, yeah. I
0: did well. Well, this this was a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for, for hanging well, thank out. You. Thank, yeah, you thank you for having us. A lot of fun. Fun. Mm-hmm. Um I will uh share the links with you guys as well too, if you're wanting to, you know, post that anywhere as as well. Uh thank you very much, everybody that was hanging out in the chat and, and asking you. questions and uh being part of the conversation. We we appreciate you very much. If you guys want to um Hang out. Uh, the show coming up uh, next uh, with United Public Radio Network and the UFO Paranormal Radio Network is with Jeffrey Pritchett, our, our host of Church of Babes. He'll be coming on next. And next week, I'm going to be having uh, Julie Krause. Uh, she is a, a spiritual advisor. She's been connecting with the other side since she was a little girl. And we'll be talking about our natural intuitive abilities and finding uh, community uh, to support that so thank you so much the united uh public radio network and the ufo paranormal radio network 105.3 and 107.7 new orleans thank you so much guys for being here
1: thank you take care yeah. have
0: a good night everyone
1: all right bye-bye.
0: Bye bye. bye